0: what is happening everybody welcome to harmonic whiskey tales uh part of our formula one special this weekend of the hungarian grand prix and what a race it was um i mean oh cricket i just saw the cricket score we've lost burns fucking hell why did i go and look at that 30, 34 for one We need 364 to win or we got to survive all day oh right anyway never mind we'll go back to the formula one it's a bit more entertaining um so um yeah great race really entertaining um from start to finish there was like stuff going on uh, I'm having a whiskey Oh the new um abalo abalo the cork isn't as good it doesn't make the good sound I've only got one of those original bottles left, which I keep whiskey in, so I can make a good cork sound. It's just it's terrible, but yeah, I'm having a little whiskey. So, um, where the fuck was I? Yeah. So, what a race! Um, I'll just talk you through the um, results, and then we'll I'll kind of get through summarising it again. It, so much happened in it. It's, it, it it's so hard to kind of... Remember. I literally just watched it again. I watched it this morning when I woke up. Because uh, I woke up quite early. So I flicked it on. Um, Pretty much watched the whole thing before I went to work. So that was good. And then listened to all the various F1 podcasts I listened to. And um actually I only listened to the BBC one. But anyway... Um and then came home and was faffing and cooking. So I just had it on the TV while I was cooking. And um, yeah, really, really entertaining race. So um, even if you don't watch the whole thing, check out the highlights because it'll be very entertaining. Um, especially if you're kind of new to Formula 1 or getting into it recently or something. It, it's a really good one to understand some good strategy calls and sort of race craft. And you know, it, yeah, it was really interesting. So um, yeah, let's talk through the results. So Lewis Hamilton, P1 winner uh Max Verstappen P2 almost a winner very very close um both drove incredibly we'll go back to that uh Sebastian Vettel P3 uh Charles Leclerc P4 both are Ferrari um Pierre Gasly P6 for Red Bull Racing Honda finished a lap down a lap in a fair bit to be honest with you fucking hell anyway uh, Kimi Räikkönen, P7, foul from Mayo. Really good result for him. Bottas, P8. I'll come back to why he was P8. Uh, Lando Norris, P9. Um, Alexander Albon, uh, P10. Uh, good race for him. I don't know why Kvyat finished so low. That's weird. Anyway, um, yes, Albon, P10. Perez, P11. Hockenberg, P12. Kevin Magnussen, P13. Daniel Ricciardo, P14. Uh, Kvyat, 15th. Uh, George Russell 16th uh Lance Stroll 17th Giovannazzi 18th Robert Kubica 19th and Grojean uh retired on the 49th lap with something wrong I'm not sure what we'll see if we can find out so um good result for George Russell like he finished ahead of Racing Point and an Alfa Romeo um one behind Toro Rosso things are looking up for him he, I mean he had a really incredible qualifying and Good race, so yeah, that's impressive. So well done, um, yeah. I mean, what a race! I mean, fucking hell. I mean, it, it started. Um, Bottas was on the front row of the grid with uh, Verstappen and got a good start. But Hamilton always gets seems to get a good start, and he he, he pulled he pulled up next to him and first few corners and basically Hamilton just barged his way through. <laughs> they, they did actually get very minor contact, um, nothing too big a deal. But um, yeah, Hamilton has decided i think <laughs> to get his elbows out now so um and then bottas kind of had then leclerc on his ass and they kind of tussled a bit and then leclerc just kind of swept in front of him and just cut straight across him which probably was a bit out of line but he didn't even get investigated for it so i think everyone's a bit fed up of penalties so i think they just let this one go um and uh he actually collided quite hard with uh the right hand side of the front wing of bottas and caused some damage and and this was on pretty much the first lap so he started losing time and they didn't know what to do and they're like "Fuck, we've just got to bring him in so they brought him in but the trouble is if you bring someone in so close to the beginning of the race everyone's all bunched up so uh a pit stop here is about 20 seconds it takes 19 20 seconds so you you lose that time and straight away. So he came in, went basically went straight to the back of the grid because of it. Um, they they changed the you know front wing and tyres and all that. It was pretty quick. It was like an under twenty second stop, but obviously it should be a lot less than that. So it's a twenty second stop with another fifteen sixteen seconds on top of it. So he lost a lot of time and managed to kind of claw his way back up pretty quick and did okay. But it's. Um, yeah, a bit of a difficult race for him. And I mean, while all this is going on at the front, just Hamilton and, and Verstappen just fucked off. They just disappeared up the road. Like, Ferrari just... It was like a yeah, sort of Royally coat in the roadrunner, like that bit when he just zips off in the puff of smoke and they're just suddenly, suddenly gone. Uh, I, I think that's kind of how Vettel and Leclerc felt. Because, um, yeah, it was like... The, Hamilton and Verstappen were just on another level today from everyone else, like another league. They just vettel just scarped off and Hammerton just kept with him and was basically keeping the car within about two seconds of him the whole time wouldn't really just far enough back to get air into the brakes and stuff but not so far back that you kind of um well not so close that you kind of overheating because all those issues though he did have moments where he tried to get close and but it kind of seemed like the first stint they were just and this is what i mean by the race craft they were both sort of Maintaining a good pace, but not really pushing it. So trying to get the tyres lasting as well as possible. And actually Hamilton did a better job of that, I think. Um, hang on, whiskey break. First whiskey since the big podcast the other night. I, I was hungover for days. It was fucking terrible. Um, so yeah, so they were kind of just waiting each other out. And actually Martin Brundle summed it up quite nicely. Like It, it was two men ready to have a duel in the olden days. But they were just sitting across from each other um, in chairs, just sort of, you know, um, checking each other out and, you know, getting some mannerisms and all that sort of stuff ready for the big duel. So it was kind of just like building up to this big thing. Um, and then first round of pit stops happened, Vettel, uh, Verstappen came in first, managed to get out ahead of the Ferraris and uh, everyone else. So he came back into second place essentially, um, which just shows how quick they were doing, so by the first stop they were already a full pit stop ahead, so it was about 25 seconds lead they managed to pull out within that first pit stop so really impressive um, Hamilton stayed out a little bit longer but actually lost time to Vettel to, to, sorry, to Verstappen um, and they knew they would, but they were trying not to lose too much time, but let Hamilton have better tyres because they knew that Hamilton was quicker so they knew he could catch up a you know, five or six second deficit without too many problems. So he stayed out six laps longer, came in for his tyres, went back out and then caught up Verstappen pretty quick. And then they were kind of tussling it out for a while and then Hamilton made a couple of moves trying to get past and um, round the outside of Turn 4, which is the fastest. It's like 180 mile an hour corner. Um, and he tried it on, so he didn't make it. He kind of went wide, but fair play to him. And, just, and Verstappen as well. He made didn't make any mistakes. And he, you know, you've seen kind of from uh, races in the past, with people like Vettel and stuff, or you know Rosberg or whoever, that they they make the mistake. His constant pressure um, and just hounding with them on his t- on their tail. Um, but Verstappen did not. I don't know he, he drove so fucking well I mean he, he was leading the race for so long it was just crazy I mean and in the end what happened was he lost a bit of thing in his tires he was having brake overheating issues so he had to pull back a bit hang back let things cool down and then go for another you know spurt and try and get him um and uh in the end what Mercedes did was because he couldn't really push much more the tires were starting to go a bit and um, Stadies called him in. He, they said, right, get and this was this was amazing. This is strategy at its finest. So they told Hamilton to, they didn't let on that he was going to box at all. And they just said to him, try to get as close as you can to Max. So he was like, okay. So he, he goes up, gets to win a second of him, maintains that for a couple of laps. While this happens, uh, Bottas comes in for a pit stop to change his tyres, which seemed a bit weird at the time. It was like, oh, why is Bottas coming in? But he came in because on that very lap, Hamilton came in, completely surprised everyone. And obviously because all the pit crew was out for Bottas, no one was expecting Hamilton in and no one thought anything of it that uh, the pit crew were coming out. So it's like a little, sly little thing they did that they, they pitted Hamilton about 30 seconds after Bottas. It was about that, 45 seconds. So... Um, Really sneaky. Hammond came in, surprised everyone, onto medium tyres. So a faster tyre with 20 laps to go, came out and was 20 seconds behind Max Verstappen because he was so close up to him. He he lost as as little time as possible. And basically it was up to him to... And I remember Max was on tyres that were six laps older than his tyres when they did their first pit stop. So he was going to the end of the race on these tyres, which are hard tyres, which do last a long time. But, you know, so... Yeah, it was amazing. Hamilton came out and basically had to put in 20, well, 18 quali laps, basically. He was doing as fast as he could, and he was a bit like, oh, do you sure you should have pitted me? And, oh, oh I'm not so sure we've got enough time to, to catch him up. And while that was going on, Verstappen was on the radio going, oh, you should have pitted me. Fuck, oh, why haven't we reacted? Oh, fuck, fuck. My, my tyres aren't going to last. so." Both were thinking each other had made the better call. It was really funny. Uh, And then they just, you know, so Verstappen just got his head down and tried to just nurse the tyres but still maintain as quick a pace as he could. But Hamilton just started lapping a second to a second and a half quicker. Verstappen did manage to get that down to about three tenths of a second for a few laps. But then Hamilton just ramped up again and Verstappen's tyres started going off. And in the end, he just had hardly any grip and, was, and Hammond was catching him two seconds a lap pretty much it was just insane like and after, I think after a few laps Hammond decided to stop questioning the decision and he said actually afterwards he just got his head down and he just thought fuck it whatever happens all I have to do all I need to do or all I sh- should be doing is just fo- focusing on driving this thing as quick as possible and he just like every corner as perfect as possible, hit the sweet spots, get the apexes, you know, as smooth as you can, fast as you can. And he was putting in super consistent lap times like one eighteen three, one eighteen two, one eighteen one, one eighteen two, like just just relentless. because um, Verstappen was in the sort of one late one nineteens to one twenties kind of thing. So um yeah, it was amazing. And then you caught up with him about four laps to go, got DRS got past him, uh, and that was it, basically. Verstappen just didn't have to drive out the corners to kind of keep up with him. Um, so Hamilton got past him as soon as he could and just scurried off. And then as soon as that happened, Max was like, oh, fuck, I, I, my tyres are gone. And then so he came in, they put him on soft tyres, and he got came out and got the quickest lap, so he gets an extra point. So not all bad. So yeah, so he finished second, Hamilton got first, just finished out the two laps, and then... Uh, actually then further down the field. I mean, loads of cool shit was going on. So uh, Vettel was kind of out of it a bit and Leclerc was ahead of him. And then Vettel, really aggressive. I think he two-stopped as well, like Hamilton. Went as long as he could and went on to softs at the end. So he was flying. Um, And then he managed to catch up the six or seven-second deficit to Charles Leclerc, his teammate, and put in a pretty spicy move up the inside of Turn 1 and just sort of slightly... Not pushed him out the way, but pretty much pushed him out the way. And it was a really good move from actually. So it seems like Vettel's got the bit between his teeth after last week. Um and yeah, I dunno. He seems to have got his his vava voom back a bit, I suppose. So um and you could tell from this race, he had he he was had the bit between his teeth, and he got a P three, so and it wasn't like he was ever going to get that. So that was really good. Um, the two Toro had a bit of ding dong battle at times, so but I don't know why Albon managed to finish ahead of uh, Kvyat because Kvyat was ahead of him at one point. So I don't know what happened there. There was so much going on. Um, Ricardo. Start from the back of the grid, finished 14th. Not the best race for him. He was just stuck behind Kevig Magnussen the whole time. Magnussen's a bit of a dick when it comes to trying to pass him. Like, he'll just do really dodgy stuff, basically, and move under braking, which you're not really supposed to do. So, yeah, that was fun. Just watching Ricardo lose his shit. So he wasn't very happy. And Renault, I mean, it's not great. Where's the other fucking Renault? Um... Uh, Nico Hulkenberg twelve. So yeah, I mean they're slow. I, mean, I don't know what's going on with them because really this is a track they should have been good at. And Ricardo had a new new engine. So yeah, I don't know what's going on with Renault. I mean, it's clearly the car because fucking McLaren are doing a really great job. They you know they're finishing pretty consistently in the top ten. Carlos Sainz's P5 was really really good. Um, he He's just driving his races so well and he's getting... I think he got... He's, he's you know, been top 10 the last four races and getting, getting slightly better positions each time. So he's driving so well and, and not quite as quick as Norris over one lap. Norris seems to be out qualifying him, but uh, the in the race, which is where it's the most important because that's where you get your fucking points, um, he... Yeah, he's nailing it and really, really, really good drive. I mean, he... I mean, he was a lap down, but what are you going to do? But only, you know, not far off the Ferraris, So, yeah, it was good. Pierre Gasly for Red Bull. I mean, I don't know what's going on with him. He's he's under pressure. It's really sad to see it, but hopefully he'll pick his game up in the second half of the season. We're only just gone halfway of the season, so he's got time to pick it up a bit and get some good results in but he's got to realise if he doesn't I mean he's been told he's got to the end of the year so that's great and like I said yesterday it's kind of good for Red Bull drivers because it's good and bad because you can be swapped out at any time because they've got this Red Bull driving programme and they tend to only bring in people from that there's no contract shit but it also means while it means you get longer in the car before they potentially make that decision it could also mean halfway through the season you get kicked out. (laughs) So, which has happened to uh, Kvyat. So, I mean, but maybe they've learned from their lesson not to do that because it's not very nice. And it's not like they're winning championships anyway. So, you know, if you ever see the talent and potential in this person like like Gasly, you've got to support him. Try and get him through it and maybe he'll be an incredible driver. But Verstappen, for instance, when he came in the car and, and and Ricardo just were incredible from the, from day one and um, Gasly hasn't been so that's really what it comes down to I think and it's really harsh but you've got I mean wh- who would you get in the car I mean you've got Kvyat or Albon if it was me I'd put Albon in there he's incredible maybe oh, I don't know he's making a few mistakes maybe Kvyat's got more of a chance but oh, I don't know it's a crazy one crazy one uh, and then Bottas as well P8 well, that's not bad considering he started last, and we went to the back of the grid pretty much straight away. It's still... Um, hang on, whiskey. It's still... Um, he didn't really carve his way up through the field like you would have expected someone like Hamilton or Vettel or or, um, uh, Verstappen or, you know, it, it's... um. He just, I don't know, he couldn't really get past people. And he's in a Mercedes, which the car was... I mean, Lewis was driving it. It shouldn't really have really been any different. He just had it on rails like it was electric. And just the pace he had was incredible. So I don't get... Oh yeah, I don't know what's going on. It must be in Bottas' head or something. Or he's thinking about things too much. You've got to stay in the moment, man. That's why Lewis is so good, I think. I mean... Pff. Same with Vettel, I think. Because he's in a better mood. And he's happier after the last few races. He's... um. Yeah, I mean, he's just happier and just there's his speed. It's coming straight back. So it's really good. Um, I am waffling a bit. Let's just see if we can find you um, just a few comments before I waffle too much more. Um, It was all very, um, they were very nice about each other, which is good. I like to see that. So I think Verstappen's just... I mean, obviously growing up watching Hamilton, he must have been. So there's obviously, there is a little bit of that there. But then you're also a racing driver and you want to beat these people. So um, you can kind of see when they're sort of after the race. And he sort of almost acts like a bit like, not amazed that he's in this situation with like Vettel and Hamilton standing right there. But he's, because he definitely deserves to be there. But I think sometimes he just kind of geeks out that he's in this incredible life and driving this amazing car and against these incredible opponents it's just um he had a real big grin on his face today even though he came second and he was disappointed um yeah it's really good he's, he's matured a lot so um let's talk you through uh their little comments um so hamilton says uh i'm tired which is how it should be i feel really grateful for the day and for the team for continuing to believe in me and push to the limits uh we've been together seven years and it never gets old and it's always feels brand new like it's a new win for us And if it was not for these guys and the guys back at the factory, it wouldn't be possible. Uh, Verstappen says, we were just not fast enough. I tried everything I could on that hard tie to stay alive. Still second fastest lap, a good weekend overall. Congrats to Lewis. He was pushing me really hard. I like that. Uh, Still a good weekend for us. We were just lacking a bit of grip. Uh, We tried a one stop. They had the opportunity for two and that worked out well. Yeah, because I'll... yeah, I'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, Vettel says, obviously, we had uh, we had a sitting in P4 to lose. I don't know what that means. We stayed out long in the first in and we hoped the softs would last at the end, and they did. I'm happy to get some champagne now. We couldn't go the pace with these two, and it was good to get a break. Everyone has been working really hard, and we need to recharge our batteries. Batteries. Yeah, so that, um, that pit stop kind of strategy thing that Hamilton did, um, people were saying oh Verstappen should have come in and all this sort of stuff but Hamilton was so much faster than him that their only option was to stay out basically and just to see if the tyres lasted um, there wasn't really anything because if they if they pitted the lap after Hamilton they would have come out behind him such was Hamilton's pace on those tyres on his out lap um, so... And because he was only a second, he was right up to the back of Verstappen, which is why they said get as close to them as you can. Um, So it was a really good bold call for Mercedes to do that. And yeah, so you know, and the trouble is, if Red Bull had pitted, they'd come out behind Hamilton. Even if they're on you know the same tyres or whatever, Hamilton would have had the pace and just pulled away and just managed to maintain that you know three second, four second gap, and they probably wouldn't have had. The pace to get past him on the straights or anything so i don't think it would have worked so they had to do that there was nothing there was no other way they could do it i mean they they drove a perfect race they had a strategy they stuck to it and they knew it was the only way they were going to be able to win because the two-stop wasn't going to work for them and they they almost did it they were you know four laps three laps away from doing it so it was just the fact that i mean i think anyone else other than hamilton they might have been able to do it but his speed and consistency and i don't know just determination and will um got him that result I think just incredible and obviously the team's making that call I mean they they, they had a, it was easy for them to make that call because they had time there was no way that he was going to come out behind anyone um, so there was no real risk in doing that pit stop And there was enough laps to go. So it was like, well, we can't really get past him because we're getting overheating on our brakes and all this kind of shit. And even if we get past him, then we're on the same tyres. Or who knows? So they just thought, um, let's try this and see what happens. So, um, and they did. And then because of all the free air that Hamilton had trying to catch up to Verstappen, it was... It cooled, his brakes better, and everything, and the work, the car works better in the open air, when, rather than following someone. So, and then by the time he got up to near him, he just got straight past him, so there was no chance of the car overheating or brakes going off or anything like that. So, um, yeah, it was a really great cool. And actually, Hammond came on at the radio at the end and apologised to his the chief strategist James Vowles, and said, "Sorry, I doubted you. You were absolutely right." So, <laughs> yeah, and that's good. He did it so publicly, you know, because he was doubting him over the radio. So, um, yeah, it was it was a really good race. It was one of those races where you just get warm and fuzzy about if you're a fan of Formula One, and it, you just feel good about everything, and it's all smiles and and just oh and good moves and no one kind of really crashing into each other too bad no real bad feelings going on and and just i think verstappen and hamilton really enjoying the the race they had together because they were pushing each other the whole way along which is why they just they finished so far ahead of everyone else and they were both buzzing afterwards. You could tell, and even even Vettel was buzzing because he put on you know a big charge at the end and got a good move on Leclerc and got third. And so it was just a really overall really good feeling. So there is some sadness going on with the drivers who are struggling, like Gasly and Bottas. Um, it just shows like the flip side of the sport that it can be these ridiculous amazing highs. Yet behind all of that, you've got these two drivers. Potentially like um Grosjean as well, I think. You've got and and God, Kubica as well, these drivers who are really struggling, whether it's mentally or they just can't get the hang of the car or the pressure's too much for them or they're just getting really bad luck and which us is really a combination of I think something in his head and also some bad luck. So it's um yeah, that that flip side of it, it just shows what an incredible sport it really is and how harsh it can be and how incredible and um, elated it can make someone at the same time you know across the way someone's just worrying about their future and um it's it's crazy crazy such a high pressure sport it is yeah it's amazing that's what a lot of people don't get and the strategy behind it all i mean it's not just about the racing a lot of the time there's there's so much more to it which i think people don't realize but that's why i think i don't know i really I, i really like it i don't know there's something about it, just the technology, the drive for perfection, the constant development, not just as a driver, but the teams on the car and then within the teams, different ways you can improve things, the strategy, the oh, just yeah, the engineering, oh, it's just incredible. Anyway, I'm rambling and waffling quite a lot, so um, I think maybe this whiskey has gone to my head a little bit. But it was great. I love Formula One. Great race, hungry. Three weeks, uh, summer holiday now for everyone involved in Formula 1. So uh, I won't be doing another one of these episodes until the next race, which I believe is Spa, and I fucking love Spa. So I'm really looking forward to that. I might even book the day off the next day so I can watch it live. So, um, yeah, so that's really exciting. So, um, yeah, awesome. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, I, I saw I got a few ratings on YouTube, so thank you very much if you rated the podcast. If, if you haven't yet and you'd like to, I'd really appreciate it. Um, you can go onto iTunes or I guess other podcasting apps as well and just give me a, a nice rating and even a little review if you want to. Uh, but a rating is really good to, to help me try and get a bit more recognised and tell your friends if you're enjoying it or, um, yeah, and uh, get in touch if you want. Podcast at harmonicwhiskeytails.com. Uh, cheers for tuning in and we'll be back with our I don't know what I've got a bit of a break from podcasting guests and obviously Formula One so I might go back to a few of my news gadget reviews and current affairs and blah 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 all that stuff so yeah that could be good so I might do that in the next few days so um, thanks again for tuning in and we will be back soon cheers everybody bye